0: Welcome to The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Alison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey, everybody, it's Alison Katzkowski. Thank you for tuning in again to this edition of The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am your host. Um, thanks for tuning in. Um, again, on this Tuesday morning, I hope that wherever you are, you're doing something fun and positive for yourself. So so today, I get to talk to, if you've been following me for a while, you know I've talked to a lot of people in the health, fitness, and wellness space, and everybody sort of has had a little bit different niche. And today, I get to talk with a holistic health practitioner, but she's also a certified wellness cooking instructor. Today, my guest is Lynn Wadsworth. She is uh, born and raised in England, but has been in the States for quite some time and really just has a unique way of presenting what it is that she does because she mostly her niche is mostly that what we call midlife, which if you've been following me for a while, could fall anywhere between the ages of 40 and above. And so we're going to have a really interesting conversation today just around some of the dynamics, some of the things that we might be thinking and feeling in that age range, but also some really productive ways that we can look at it and um, adjust, if you will, and add into our lives. So Lynn, thank you so much for being my guest today.
1: I'm honored and thank
0: you so much for having me on today. Of course, absolutely. So before we get into our chat, I'd love for you just to tell my audience just a little bit, I mean, we were talking about this a little bit before we we hit, before I hit record, but I'd love for my audience to kind of hear how you got here, how you got to do what you do, and just a little bit about how you help improve women's lives on a daily basis.
1: Well, on a personal note, I got here from England because I married um, A US Air Force military person who was stationed in England, Mm -hmm. never been away from home, never wanted to be away from home, and suddenly found myself in the US. So that was a whole different set of circumstances for me. It made life very interesting because it really put me out of my comfort zone. Uh And we moved around in the States and my husband is a Floridian. So this was our last base. Okay. And so we retired here mm-hmm. and it was really after that time that I started getting interested in health and wellness. i would pretty much been a yo-yo dieter all my life, been to the point of being what my, a doctor once called me grossly obese, which oh, really wow. was an awakening for me, uh-huh. all, the, all the way to anorexic. So I've been there, done that, been to medical clinics for weight loss, been on every yo-yo diet out there. But what I found was that it messed with my health. Though so I started feeling sick, I ended up having quite a few surgeries. I found myself going from monthly migraines when we moved to Florida to daily migraines that were really, really bad with this overweight And I finally decided that something had to change. And so I did some research, wanted to go to school somewhere in the States where I could learn about nutrition and holistic health. And at the same time, I went into a holistic rehabilitation center here in Tampa for headaches. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of all hand in hand, really going through the whole holistic approach to things And it was an absolutely total eye-opener to me. Wow. And it revolutionized my lifestyle. And actually, at that time, I'd been on high blood pressure medication and high cholesterol medication. I got off both of those. Of course, the headache clinic got me off the narcotics. And my life just changed so much. And whereas I would fall asleep at three o'clock in the afternoon every day at work, yeah. which was very embarrassing, Yeah, I would um, have energy that lasted me throughout the day. I started exercising, which I had been very lazy about and just began to enjoy life in a different way because I hadn't realized how bad I was feeling until I wasn't feeling it anymore. Yeah. Well, I
0: love how you say that, because I do think that there are a lot of people out there that just feel like the way they live every day is, quote unquote, just the way that it is, that this is normal for them.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So when they hear people like you and me and others in our space talk about an improved quality of life, for example, or what it feels like to be energetic and feel youthful and vibrant and be able to sleep well and, and et cetera, et cetera, all the things that go with that, I think I think there are a lot of people out there that sadly have bought into the whole idea that this is just the way my life is,
1: yeah, especially since we all live such busy lives, they just don't know how things could possibly be any different,
0: yeah, yeah, I totally hear you. so okay, so the, the so this this whole line of conversation is just it's really, I think bringing up a really interesting angle that I think it could be really helpful for a lot of people. So I just want to kind of ask you a few questions. Um, sure. And that is, in your opinion, uh, I know you've been doing what you've been doing for a while now, and you sort of obviously have your own life story um, and your own transformation to really point to as evidence of success. You know, I'm wondering what you hear from people as to why they think change isn't possible for them.
1: Well, I think that they buy into this notion of, we get we get so media struck on things need to be a certain way mm-hmm. and you've got to do certain things and a lot of that they just can't stick to one one of the myths one of the biggest myths is if i start to make change for myself it means a whole lot of deprivation a whole lot of starvation uh-huh. ch- changes that just aren't things I can do. And so why would I even bother to start? Uh And that's one thing I love about the way that I've noticed my clients respond best is doing it in easy steps so that it's not overwhelmed. Uh-huh. overwhelmed that they feel because many people feel if I did this, it's just going to be too much. How could I possibly do it? How could I fit something different into my life? Uh-huh. It's just not possible. And I've been this way all my life. How can I change? And well, people and I'll, don't I'll, like change.
0: I agree. and But I, I think you brought up a really interesting point Um, And I think, honestly, deep down at the crux of all of of the, you know, hesitancy and resistance that we'll call it to change is is this preconceived idea that, A, the changes I make are going to be way too drastic and there's no way I'll stick with it. And B, it's my life isn't going to be any fun, right? (laughs)
1: Yes, yes.
0: Yeah, because I hear that from people all the time. And so I love this whole, you know. this, This whole idea of us as practitioners and professionals, you know, kind of call, pardon my language, but kind of calling out the bullshit on that. Because I think, I think that's just, that's just, that's a thought, number one, that people are choosing to think. And number two, why are they thinking it? They're thinking it because everything they see in their life is evidence of that.
1: Right. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, so in, in your work then with people. And you're hearing this common, you know, this common um reasoning, if you will, to the resistance around change. What's usually the first thing that you say to people?
1: First of all, I deal with the mindset part of that because why do they feel they can't change? What is it some something that somebody's been feeding them? Is it that they don't feel that they're able to do it? I think probably the biggest majority of people's resistance comes from their mindset. They may not recognize it as such, but all these little lies that they're constantly feeding to themselves. Yeah. And then of course, it seems like such a huge drastic step um, that they're resistant to it. And I try to encourage them. It it doesn't have to be that way.
0: Yeah. Well, we're creatures of habit. I always say one of my sayings is, is we get good at what we do often right? True. So I just want to ask you a few questions about your own journey. So what was that wake up call then for you where you felt you just got to a point and you're like, for lack of a better way to say it, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired.
1: For me, it was a twofold thing. First of all, the migraines were a huge thing because for anybody that suffers with migraines, having them a couple of times a month is one thing. Having them daily to where they're consistently interfering with your life is another. Plus, thanks to the healthcare system here, I was hooked on narcotics because Uh that was all they would give me. And then at the same time, I was always feeling like I was sick. My my daughter's a nurse practitioner and years ago, she called me a hypochondriac when I was going through all of this. Because I was always sick. I was. Yeah. I, I used to have like five sinus infections every year. Wow. And they were so bad to the point that I was on two inhalable antibiotics twice a day. Wow. Um, my health was so, so bad for somebody of my age that, uh, you know, there were many times I would think, well, why do, would I even bother? Because I'm probably not going to live very long because... I'm just in such a bad way because I think that's how we feel. We don't uh-huh. feel good, so we think that there's something wrong, and we just can't possibly change it. So yeah, and my, let me just uh,
0: take a pill or yes, you know whatever the yes. detox or or protein shake or whatever the magic drink is right of the day to try. Right.
1: To fix it. Uh, and it 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 isn't that, but for me, because I had to do a quick transformation because of my migraines. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so glad that I had people holding me hand in hand at the headache clinic to get me through the first weeks and and onto a healthier journey because although I learned a lot and I had to make some drastic changes it gave me an insight into how for most people they can't do that all or nothing thing unless they've got some kind of disease and sickness that they really need to get over that quickly but for the most part it's it's really simple steps life is a journey our whole life is a journey so why not those healthy habits? Why, why do people think I've got to do it all at once instead of, okay, this week I'm going to incorporate this into my life. Yeah. And if, if you take the biggest thing, which is often my biggest aha moment was getting off the sugar, getting off the processed foods. And even if you only do one of those things, you'll find that your energy levels and your feeling of, confidence and self-esteem jump up automatically because you don't realize what a drag on our system processed food is.
0: Totally. Well, and I think you hit on something really important that I just want to mention quickly before we move on. And that is, is that, you know, a lot of these decisions that we're making every day on how we live from the food choices we make to how we choose to approach it, the all or nothing, I've got to do it all right now. I, You know, the, the thought that we just have to do a piece at a time just almost seems far into some people. A lot of this is a product of the society that we live in. Yes. You know, we've got media going a million miles a minute. You've got social media promoting, you know, thousands and thousands literally of options and it seems like every every time you turn on the news there's some new something out there that some celebrity's getting success with yes. and so i think it just promotes this mindset that you know well what's wrong with me i'm going to go do what she's doing
1: right uh, and all well and good i've been there done that but in the end it still led me back to my old habits yeah. And I, I, I not only gained weight back and felt worse, but even more pounds added themselves to me. And I realized that this was not how it's supposed to work. And I can tell you even now that I see that media stuff. Yeah, And well, we this, all do. Yeah. I, and sometimes I think, oh, you know, maybe I could do with losing five pounds, maybe I should try that. And it's really hard to put the brakes on that. Yeah. But if you think about the overall health and well-being that you want, well well, what good is that going to do you? They've got these fantastic pictures that I honestly don't believe are true.
0: They're not true. They're photoshopped, a lot of them
1: are. Yeah. Aren't.
0: So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs I wanna invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me in Innovate and Grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. So well let's let's kind of shift the conversation a little bit to this the the transformation obviously that you've gone through which is really the cornerstone of a lot of what you teach from what I'm hearing you say. Right. And what I think is really interesting about your work is is that, you know, there are lots of people out there that call themselves holistic health practitioners and and are really appealing to the same, you know, Uh, not, I don't want to say demographic, but the same problem, if you will, that a lot of women in midlife really, you know, are confronted with. But what I'm not hearing a lot of those professionals doing is talking about this whole way that you not just feel your body, but prepare your food and the, the cooking piece. And I love the fact that you call yourself a certified wellness cooking instructor. I'd love for you to share a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah, well, I am not the best cook in the world. Let me let me say that. I think the first meal I ever made for my husband was burned. And, <laughs> and he, even now, sometimes my my kids, um, I can make something and, and I can be the one that that burns it. If it if it's an old English recipe, it's funny because my American food that I make on a day-to-day basis, I tend not to burn it, but So for me, it was a missing piece of learning how, because I feel meal prep is such an important piece of the puzzle. Yes, I agree with you. And I wanted to learn how I could make cooking simple for people, but to make it geared toward our health and wellness, because we can do all kinds of research on the internet for healthy, healthy recipes, but... I ask myself sometimes when I come up with some of them is, well, how can this possibly be healthy with this, this, and this in it?
0: And I love that you say, I want to make it simple because I tell you, I got to be honest with you, even though my background is mostly in fitness, what I really, what really gets next to me on is seeing on social media and online that, you know, if you're going to do meal prep, that this is the best way. And it's, and it's about, you know, shopping and cutting and prepping and getting all the meals individually packaged, which automatically, if you're a busy overscheduled person, like, let's be honest, so many of us are,
1: that
0: that's like, well, I'm not going to take the time to do that because that's too, that's too complicated. It's too many steps. So I love that you said, I'm going to make this really simple. I'm not a great cook, but I'm going to figure it out. And I'm going to make this really simple.
1: Yeah, simpler the better for me. Yeah, And and I do do meal prep. And when I first started, it took me about three hours. But if I do it now, I've got it down to an art of about an hour because I've learned how to get the most out of my time and have to do the least amount of prep. So, you know, your life is busy. Who says you've got to sit there and chop vegetables? Why can't you go out to the grocery store and pick up what's already been chopped up for you? Yeah. I'm a firm I mean, believer in yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. One
0: I of mean, the things that I like to do with my meal prep and I'll just, you know, this is just a, a simple little hack and a lot of people might look at me well, like I have two heads if when I say this, but <laughs> but one of the to me one of the things that i always do my husband really struggles with eating well um you know we both have we both spend a lot of time have, you know we both made the decision we don't have children and we made the decision early in our marriage that we were going to make our our career our excuse me our careers more of our priority because of the lifestyle that we enjoy and one of the things that that i have figured out about both of us and this despite the fact that that i'm in the fitness space you know but But I think making things really simple from the beginning is really key. So one of the things that I do in my meal prep is I spend an extra three or four dollars and I buy a container of fruit that's already cut up in the store.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And, you know, it might seem counterintuitive, but when you add up what you what you would spend and chop it up yourself and prepare it. I'm saving myself easily thirty to forty-five minutes by doing that, and it ensures that he's going to continue to eat well too. So we both kind of have a vested interest in it,
1: right? Oh, I absolutely agree that, and that's the way that I teach people to meal prep because I I think in today's busy society we have got to go back to the very basics and teaching it as simply as we possibly can. Yes, yes, and and even my dessert recipes. Usually, only have a few ingredients, and they're quick and easy to make, and they're a healthy alternative. I and then you know, I teach people to to bulk cook because if you're making soup, you make it in a huge crock pot, yeah, do, do double, the same triple, thing. and then I put it in the freezer. So you know, I mean, there are ways to really save you time and effort, and still yes. have that healthy alternative.
0: No, I love that you say that because usually. I spend a small bit of time every Sunday once I do, once I go to the grocery store and do the shopping that I do just that. I'll cook several chicken breasts at once. I'll cut yeah. up a bunch of salad greens and wash them and put them in my salad spinner so they're ready to go. And I buy the fruit that's already cut up. And that way, everything is prepared so that whichever one of us gets home first, it's like it's just a simple matter to right. get something out and start cooking,
1: right? Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So so what are some of the, so what else, what are some of the other tips that you have as far as handling the cooking and the meal prep piece that you teach your clients if you don't mind me asking.
1: Yeah. So what I teach them to do is so take vegetables for example. Um a lot of people think when they meal prep they have to prep a whole meal but they don't. So vegetables are a great Asset. Now you can buy them chopped up, obviously. So I come home and I take my vegetables, some are chopped, some are not. So if I choose to put potatoes in there, they're generally not chopped. And so I'll chop my potatoes. But I throw them into a large Tupperware bowl Mm -hmm. and I will usually um, coat them with a little bit of of olive oil. And very often I'll put my spices in there. So I love to do, I love rosemary. Uh-huh. So just I shake it up, I leave it in the refrigerator so I can take out those vegetables, I can stir fry them, I can roast them in the oven because there's very little olive oil in there. I can steam them if I want to. Yeah. It just, it just makes them versatile. So you've got veggies for a week and I do the same with a side. So one week, I'm a vegetarian, so I have to prep my food differently to how my husband would eat. And yeah. I, I will often do something like a big batch of basmati rice. So it's like two cups of basmati rice and a cup of lentils, and I mix them together. I can do the same thing, throw it in the stir fry, do it as a side, Um sometimes just do it on its own and drizzle something like a curry sauce on it since I love curry. Mm-hmm. I, I just try to make it simple because I'm like everybody else. At the end of my day, I don't want to be in the kitchen for 45 minutes prepping something. I want to throw something in the oven. Yeah. Or throw it in a skillet, take 10 minutes and it be done.
0: Yeah. No, I get you. I'd I I'm in a lot of ways the same way I I do. There is a part of me that does enjoy cooking when I can have the time to do it. But honestly, with my schedule, that just doesn't always work that way. And I know that that's a choice that I'm making, but, but it works for me. It works for our lifestyle.
1: Right. Right. And that's what I have to figure out with clients is what, what works best for them. It's all the same premise, but it's switching it around a little bit to fit it in best Them, yeah. I mean, some people don't have the time to shop. That that is something that overwhelms them, and they think I can't do it. Well, in today's society, then hop on Instacart or somewhere where you can just order the stuff and pick it up, or even have it delivered. If if you're so busy with your career and you've got the extra money, then do it that way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I uh, actually subscribe to a food co-op. It's called the produce box and it's all Mm. local farmers. And every week I can go online and order. And then on Tuesday morning, a box is delivered to my doorstep.
1: And in some
0: instances it costs a little bit more, but it's super convenient Uh, My husband and I both enjoy it and every week they try to, you know, that they really make an effort to focus on local produce, which Mm. I feel really strongly about. Yes,
1: me too. And
0: I just, it just works. And so I think there are options for just about every hurdle that you can find to helping you manage a lifestyle that's better for you, right? That's better overall for your health and for your mindset and the whole thing.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So a lot of your people, before we wrap up, a lot of your clients from what we're talking about are in that, you know, what we call midlife. Right. Um, And they obviously, when we get to midlife, we have to think about things a little bit different because our bodies start to function different. And so what I'm guessing is, is that there are a lot of people out there listening, thinking, okay, this is me. And there are so many things that I could do to make a change but I don't know what's going to be simple and easy for me to start with. And I'm just wondering if you have some simple tips that you can offer as to how someone could get started even today.
1: One of the simplest tips is because it, it, when we hit that and, and i kind of hate to say midlife but it's it's like that 40 range and above because perimenopause is what hits us first totally and, uh-huh. and we're not always aware that that's what's happening to us but our metabolism starts changing um the exercises that we used to do maybe don't work the same yeah so it's very important and it is the simplest tip, is the hydration portion. Uh Every morning I tell people to get up, whether you have hot, warm, or cold, start off your day with lemon water. It's going to detoxify your body, give you a burst of energy, and be a lot healthier for you than plain water. But start off your day with a glass of water. If you're not good with your water, then set a reminder throughout the day to drink a glass of water.
0: Yeah. I cannot agree with you more. That's one of the things that I say all the time is I keep a large water cup on my desk for that reason.
1: Yes. And I keep one on mine and sometimes it sits here and I forget to drink it. So I, I still sometimes set reminders if I'm in that, um, stage of of forgetting to drink. So I'm so busy doing something. And then for the people that don't like water, then I always say to them, well, get some of your favorite berries or some cucumber or some lemon or some herbs that you like stick them in a gallon jug, put them in the refrigerator, and then have something that tastes a bit different to you, yeah. maybe is palatable to you. Yeah. And remember that herbal tea counts as as water. So for people listening in the cold climate still that aren't lucky like me to be in Florida. Uh-huh. Um, herbal tea is just as good as drinking a, a glass of water. So, you know, drink more of that if that's what you need. There's some great varieties and flavors out there.
0: No, I love that you mentioned that because I think that's something that people don't think about because I I talk to people all the time. Well, I just don't like water. Well, I just, you know, I just don't like to drink it. Well, I forget to drink it just like you said. And so I think, you know, berries, mint works really well, cucumber slices. One of the things that I like to do is put a drop or two of one of my essential
1: oils in my water too. Yes, I do that too.
0: And sometimes that just makes all the difference. So, Lynn, this has been fantastic. I just think there's lots of golden nuggets here as far as the simplicity of making changes, in spite of the fact that we feel like change may be like eluding us, right? Mm, Because of all the changes going on um, around us and in our bodies, too, as we hit midlife. Where can people find you?
1: Yes, my website is holistic healthandwellness.com. Holistic, one more time healthandwellness.com. Okay.
0: Do you have anything coming up that you'd like to tell my audience about?
1: I don't. I just I just finished one of my group programs, um, but they can contact me to get on my wait list for one that will be coming up in the summer. I'm constantly running at like a living healthy intensive okay. uh, Just just to get people back in gear. Uh-huh. And of course, on my website, there are a couple of free offers on there, one for just a healthy lifestyle and one for thriving in menopause.
0: Okay, awesome. And I'm assuming you're on social media too?
1: I am. Um, mostly you can find me at Holistic Health and Wellness LLC. And then I do have a group called the Energized Healthy Women's Club.
0: Okay. And that's your Facebook group? Yes. Okay, Awesome. So we'll make sure that all of those, all of those, well, for anyone listening, all of those links you can find in the show notes below. So if what we've talked about has really resonated with you today and you want to connect with Lynn, then you can find her in her Facebook group. You can go to her website, uh, read all about her group programs and just how you can uh, get more into her energy space. So Lynn, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much, Allison. I've enjoyed talking to you.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, for those of you out there, please feel free to connect with Lynn at holistic health and Again, you'll find all the link to her Facebook group and her socials in the show notes below. So uh, please take advantage of that. Um, you know, it's like I said, I, I have had the privilege of talking to a lot of other health and wellness professionals on my show. And, uh, and I think when I come across someone who wants to address the simple daily habits in a really simplistic way, you know, I just think that we cannot repeat the simple steps enough. And so I think that for cooking, for meal prep, whatever it is that is a problem for you, you know, I want you to know that there's always a simple thing that you can do today to move you forward. This is how we build habits that sustain us and habits that actually work for us so that we can live the life that we really desire. And if you're looking for a new home on social media, it's springtime uh, as we're recording this. Um, It's still early in 2023. So if you've set goals for yourself for this year and you want a community that has your back, that wants to give you a little bit of encouragement and motivation and inspiration, come over and join us in Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care on Facebook. Um, We have a lot of interesting things going on in there and that is usually where you can find out about where we're going on one of our retreat experiences or just different challenges and different things that we do throughout the year. You could even join us and stream in and join us for our Monday night yoga class or a Saturday morning strength training workout. Um, This is where you can find out all of that. So please come over and join me there um, if you haven't. Or if that's not your thing, then go to my website at www.theallisonk.com and send me a note, and we'll make sure that you get on our list, and you know first and foremost when we are going to be doing things that might interest you. Uh, thank you again for all of your support of The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. We're almost into our fourth year, which will have our fourth birthday this summer, and it's like I always tell you when I started this whole podcast thing, I really didn't know where it was going to go, but but now I'm sitting here almost four years later and, you know, there's so many of you that listen and follow me around the world. And I just want you to know how thankful and grateful I am for all of your support. And if you feel like what we had, what Lynn and I discussed today could be helpful for a friend or somebody that you know, please feel free to share this episode with them as a free gift from me. And if there's something that you would like to hear me talk about more or something that you want to hear me address, then hit me up in the DMs or send me an email. Again, you can go to my website, www.theallisonk.com and send me a note and uh, we can just have a little conversation. So my door is always open. This is Alison Kaskowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one.